0: Welcome or welcome back to Idle Talk. Today, I'm in my hotel room, as you can see, if you're watching the clips version. Um, I don't have my mic, so I'm using my AirPod Pro 2. And we're gonna talk about this a little bit, okay? So I've been, I've had the AirPods Pros 2 um, for a long time now. It's been like since they came out, I've had them. So I've always carried two pairs of AirPods Pros. Uh, one of them is um, in my like tech, tech sleeve and the other one I carry on me, like in my like pocket right here. Whenever I forget one, let's say the one I I usually grab and go, I forget it on the charger or I just leave it at home, then I have the second one to back me up because sometimes you need headphones to do shit, especially when you're like recording um, and editing audio. You don't want people to listen to what you're editing. You definitely throw on the AirPods and, you know, connects to the Mac as seamless as possible. But it could be better definitely tell you that much i don't know maybe if i need a software update on my devices or on the headphones itself sometimes it takes a while to connect my airpod pros to to my phone and to my to my laptop and it's a little weird and it's hard to kind of it's not a seamless to transfer over like if i want to work if i had my airpods in and my phone is connected um and i hit connect on my computer sometimes when i go back on my phone to do something to scroll something it'll connect back to my phone, and I don't really fuck with that. But I've also had the iPhone 14 Pro uh, for a long time now, and I had a dream today um, when I woke up that I shattered my phone. So I'm gonna go put my case on it as soon as this is over, but it's weird, you know, when you have those realistic kind of dreams. uh, So I, I I don't know how it shattered, but it started off a little by little, I think, throughout the dream, and it got worse and worse, and I took off my case, and I fully had the screen come off the phone. Like, no kidding. And it was the weirdest experience to me because I was like, what does... Like, I had this phone case on. It's you For people that are listening and not seeing, this is the uh, iPhone 14 Pro, like, clear case that Apple makes. It's been through some shit already because I... Got this phone on a whim, so I, I, I knew I wanted a new phone and I kept pushing it off, kept pushing it off. I, I wanted a new phone since the iPhone 12. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. I had an <laughs> iPhone 11, it was doing its job. I mean, did the clips good, it did everything good. But, um, you know, I was I was looking for a new phone and the opportunity to get the iPhone 14 Pro, uh, one terabyte came up. I was gonna get the Max, right? But, I don't know, I'm really liking the size of the Pro. Yeah, I got a new phone and then I said, I need to buy a fucking case, like, I need to get a case and i wasn't going to be able to get a case that i liked in time and so that meant i would need to have gone through life with my brand new phone with no case so i caved it and i bought the clear case from apple Um, i love this case i'm not gonna lie uh me you guys should know friends of the show everybody should know a long time listeners, you should know that, you know, I have a case addiction, that I rack up a bunch of cases and I just have to change them out whenever I see a new case, like blah, blah, blah. So I haven't had the urge to buy new cases yet. And I say yet, because, you know, who knows? But it's because the clear case has been doing such a good job that I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this is a solid case to have, I guess, but I've been rocking it. I love the phone, actually. I don't have that many complaints. Um, I'm recording using the front camera. Um, I know a lot of people have had issues with their front cameras um, with this phone or this series of phones, but not me. I have I've been fortunate enough to not have those kind of uh, issues and things like that. So I'm very happy with the phone and it's fucking new and it it records differently. So I've been I've been used to recording in the um, iPhone 11 camera system and then editing it and then You know color grading and things like that but with this one it's like okay this is a whole different like shit. you gotta learn so i can kind of see how it could be challenging when using new technology now that you had a system in place to do things now you got to kind of tweak it to kind of make it make sense so i've been doing that um i got this cool hat it's for the people that are watching the clips it's a moose with a skull and cross with a like a cross uh, cross crossbones that's that's, that what they call it but it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoy it. It's really one of my favorite things that I own. <laughs> and I got two of them. I one for me and my sister. Because currently I am at, by the time you hear this, I'll probably, be, it's my last day and I'll be out of here. But I'm in Lake Placid for the World University Games. Um, it was um, you know, challenging. You know, I'll give Fabian a shout, uh, shout out because um, he's new, right? He's new to the whole process. And so it's a lot of things to learn a lot of things to pick up. So it's kind of, you know, you kind of give credit where credit is due. It's a little bit challenging to kind of figure all this shit out on your own like we had to call an audible and i was like you know what let me jump in i mean i've got some time in the morning to do stuff and my airpods fucking are coming out and i hate that it's like i hate the airpod pros too because they come out of my ears but i love i just love the 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 i guess easeability. it's so convenient to have them but Eventually, I'm gonna upgrade to their Pro, uh, the AirPods Max. Um, I'm just gonna wait to see if they're gonna come out with a, a second version of those. But I like over-ear headphones. But again, it's just the I I love rocking one in and one out. So that's why I have the Pros. Yeah, shout out to Fabian. I mean, we tried, we've tried to figure it all out. And uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard doing this shit, especially by yourself, especially trying to figure out an episode to talk about for like 30 minutes. So what are you going to talk about for 30 minutes? Um, so it's one of the most challenging things. So I want to get into what I want to talk about for these next 30 minutes is social media influencers, gym goers. We have always known that when you go to the gym, you you work out work out the best that you can, right? But we've been seeing these social media people doing 315 pound bench presses, and I'm only going to talk about the bench press because a, I love bench press. It's what I do exclusively. Every every workout I do incorporates that in some way or another. So, 315 bench. Before the standard used to be, if you were a strong dude, you can get 225 pounds, and now I feel like that standard has shifted. Where 315 is the new social media standard because you can go into a gym and you can see guys doing 225, right? And that's okay because that's that's what the quote unquote that standard has been for years. But now social media has kind of shifted that towards more of 315 pounds, and I think that's a little weird because you you can't see that um, when you go into a gym. You don't really see people pushing out, repping out 315 pounds. It's really it's really a feat. It's something people really work towards. But I think TikTok and IG Reels have been showing people, you know, I'm hitting 315. Like, this is easy. So can you. But not a lot of people, that's not their goals. That's not what they want to do. And that's not simply genetically. That's not what they're going to be able to achieve. So I think there's a, we got to be wary about these 315 pound bench press people. Because A, probably genetic freaks. Like, it's probably in their genes that they could be able to be Developing these kind of muscle strength and muscle stamina to be able to do that, and B, you know, they work hard, right? It's something. It's, it's you know, if they're influencers on, on TikTok, and Instagram, and their only thing is the gym content, then that means they're working hard and benching and recording and doing all that, and so they're get, they're investing more time into that because A, they're uploading it, and they want to put out you know different content for lack of a better term. But I also think about like, I'm seeing this kind of trend of younger guys achieving 225 faster. Like, these kids straight out of high school again, it goes back to the genetics that we talked about. They're just kind of blessed with the makeup of being able to do that at such a young age, right? But I think that since enough time has passed that we have a lot of information available to us, especially on YouTube. If you just look up bench press tutorial or some shit like that on youtube you'll get a ton of good information from people you know sometimes you got to take it with a grain of salt sometimes they sound crazy sometimes they sound you know they don't sound crazy but um i think we have so much information readily available to us that it makes it so easier to kind of go out and do those kind of things to achieve the high bench press numbers and i remember working out with Vabrian for a little bit it was like we went twice and then you know i i suggested some tweaks in his form and i said hey if you do these five steps before you even pick up the weight like it might be a little bit better and i introduced it to the concept of a lift off i'm like hey once we're getting really heavy i can lift the like half of the weight for you i'll pick it up myself you do the other half and that way you're not wasting too much strength by getting it all the way up and then trying to get it back and back down and back up and then we're getting all this new we're getting all this information from people like showing you what they did showing you what they didn't do showing you what they would do differently and so i think we're actually incorporating that a little bit more i think a lot of these gym goers now they're getting into the gym with goals in mind and with already experience from all these other people who have already done it before and they're going in with that knowledge that they've been shared and they're going in with like an open mind of like i'm gonna apply these things i know i'm a new person i'm gonna apply them anyway i'm gonna do what i have to do because i want to be successful in the gym and so i think is 315 the new standard i hope not because a when i was living in baltimore my goal was to do 335 and i I set that goal like literally a year ago from now. I think this is what we, in January, February, we, st- we signed up to go to the gym. And I was telling Malik, I was like, shout out to Malik. I was like, I wanna hit 225 by December, right? I, that's my goal. I wanna do that. I'm a little older. I think my thing was I was too young when I was trying to go for 225. That's my genetic mock-up, right? That's, that is, those are the genes I'm working with, right? So I could never hit it when I was playing college football. I was so close to it. Um, I got it one time with my friend Jordan Rowe in the gym at a YMCA. Like I hit it one time, he said he didn't really help me, but I think he helped me probably a lot more than he thought he did. But I hit it one time, that's it, before I started playing college ball. And then years passed, I couldn't hit it in the weight room, could never hit it, stopped playing football, um, and just started going to the gym regular, right here and there. Like There was a gym on campus, I would go. Sometimes it would be too full, and I hate, I hate it when it would be too full. So I'll just leave like I mean because again, it's a gym on a college campus. Of course, it's going to be full, right? It's not like it's a public gym Where hey, maybe Tuesday slow. I'm going fucking Tuesday. No, it's a college campus. But um, but I wanted to hit 225 by December. And then when I hit it in March, I was like, OK, this makes sense because I'm older now. I've, ha- I've had the technique down for so many years. It's like a, riding a bike, I think. But now I'm just a little bit more confident because I'm older, I'm do not i am not in that environment where everybody's barking at me. Like I'm working on it on my own, at my own pace. When I hit it in March, all right, did the math. I'm like at this current weight, I should be able to hit like 350, 335, 350, like in that, in that range. And so I was like, let me try and work on that. Let me try to work at this weight. And let me work at, let me work until exploding. So when we hit 265 that day, like a few months later, it was hard. It was hard as fuck. I mean, but it was like so rewarding at the time because every time I would, I would achieve a number, like think about the 10 times that I had failed that, na- that same number. So if I, when I hit 265, it was definitely like my 12th or 13th time trying it. Not that day, but just pretty much probably that month or probably like that span of two months. Like I would try, 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 and then I eventually would get it. And then when I would get it, now it's time to watch back the film, watch back the video and be like, okay, what did I cheat on? Because sometimes you'll feel like, you know, maybe I got up took my butt off the bench or something like that. So it's all like, what can I, can I do this correctly? I think was my biggest, my biggest goal, right? And not just hitting the numbers, but can I hit it correctly? That was like one of the big things for me. But interesting, talking about football. So I saw this photo on twitter and it said this coach made his football players do 400 push-ups in a row without giving them a water break and so for me that's fucking crazy because why 400 like let's start let's start by that and i'll tell you the outcome of what happened after this but 400 push-ups seems excessive because what what was the what was the lesson here i would rather have done 400 sprints or not even but like 400 is really really high i don't even think when we were disciplined when i played college football i don't even think we did anything more than 100 of anything um and they were usually sprints so we usually just do like sideline to sideline sprints just to kind of um you know a be punished for whatever we did i guess but also you know it's it serves a purpose right because we were conditioning at the same time so a you know like that's a weird way to punish somebody, but B, we were actually sprinting and getting our cardiovascular system ready for for the rest of the season, you know? Um, so that I will say that we were very well conditioned. <laughs> I think all the teams I've been on, we were well conditioned. You know, it's just, you know, punishment and conditioning, I guess kind of go hand in hand, but you know, it's a weird way to do, but 400 push-ups, A, I, I'm gonna say that doing an excessive amount of pushups, like you want, like if you're in season and they do that, and you, you know your guys are gonna be sore for like four days, right? And you want them to be sore during the game. Like, what if your quarterback can't throw the ball because he's fucking sore? Like, what are you gonna do, just run the ball every single time? So yeah, they did 400 pushups in a row. Shout out to the kids though. They did it. They clearly were mentally tough to do so. Um, a lot of people on the internet, they expressed a bit like, I would just left too. Honestly, for me, growing going through that experience at the time, I would have left too, I think. I also would have left. Um, <clears throat> at that point, it's, I don't know, it was excessive, but sometimes I think um, maybe if I was still playing, maybe if I did, I probably wouldn't have like probably wouldn't have left. But I think me now knowing like better, I probably would leave. The kids got, a lot of the kids got ho- hospitalized. They needed to go to the hospital because that shit fucked them up, clearly. It's 400 pushups. And definitely, I think that that entire coaching staff needs to just be scratched, scrapped up, throw it, throw it in the garbage, go to jail because at any point, an assistant coach could have been like, all right, coach, that's enough. Stop. At any point, right? That's their job. So first and foremost is their, their job is to look over these kids because parents are entrusting you to take care of their child no matter what. If they get hurt, hurt during the game, practice, whatever, it's your job to make sure that that kid is good, right? <clears throat> You've completely thrown away the player safety aspect of being a coach. That should be the first and foremost thing to do. It's not showing up, trying to win games. Your first and foremost thing is to try to show up, be a leader, and be a caring coach because you need to give a shit about your players. You can't just make them do 400 push-ups and at a one point not stop and give them a water break. Like They did 400 straight push-ups, no water break, and then a lot of the kids ended up getting hospitalized because of that. So it's a terrible situation. Um, I don't think is a lesson here. I think the lesson is... Don't be this coach. Don't be this kind of person. Don't Don't put the sport over the safety and care of your of your players. Speaking about football, we're going to talk about the playoffs because playoff weekend. It was a three-day weekend. Playoff weekend It was crazy. So we're recording this on Tuesday, okay? The Giants. First of all, talk about the fucking Giants, okay? I've been wanting to talk about the Giants for so long, but I did not want to risk it because, A, don't trust the Giants. If you're a Giants fan, don't trust them. Don't trust them. Don't be happy about things because... What if they disappoint you? That's that, <clears throat> That's the philosophy I have when it comes to the Giants. I don't celebrate wins. I just be like, okay, let's go to next week. Let's see what happens. So yeah, we beat Minnesota in a close game, I wanna say. I didn't get to watch it, but the way Twitter was tweeting while I was looking at it, it was like closer than they would have wanted. And especially because we got some bad calls towards the end of the game, but I'm pretty proud of us. I mean, we won a playoff game for the first time in so long. Um, the ball coach of the year, for sure. Daniel Jones. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Giants fans, hear me out. I don't trust Daniel Jones. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I'm not going to get my hopes up with him. I don't want us to pay him. I feel like if we could get a quarterback in the offseason, why not? Why not? Why not try? You know, if it's going to be a good quarterback in the offseason, I hope, I hope that we do that. I mean, I'm not the coach. I'm not the GM Right, I don't have this insight, but I I'm, not, I'm not sold on Daniel Jones yet, but pretty proud of the Giants. Uh, Jaguars came back down 27 to win 31 to 30, which is crazy, it was crazy. I don't know how you throw four picks and then come back to win the game with four touchdowns. It's just insane to me, um, but it was Saturday and Trevor Lawrence never loses on Saturday. So, you know, Justin Herbert should just try it a little bit harder, I think. Cowboys upset Tom Brady. So it's a good thing when we don't have Tom Brady in the playoffs because that means, hey, somebody else is going to win a Super Bowl ring this year. But also the Cowboys are still in the playoffs and I'm a fucking hater. So uh, I hope you lose to San Fran next week. But also I hope you don't lose because I feel like either the Eagles or the Giants can probably beat Dallas easier than they could beat the Niners. I feel like the Niners have the best roster in the postseason right now. But um, yeah, so I'm a Dallas hater forever. So, fuck you, cowboys. Now, let's talk about 2022's movie of the year. And for me, it's going to be fucking Puss in Boots. Because A, it is a child's movie, okay? But it had a, a lot of adult, like, themes that you that you can enjoy as well. There's one particular scene that I feel like is important, especially in the kids' movie, to kind of teach children, right? And so, we've got Puss in Boots. He's having an anxiety attack, right? He's scared of death. He's on his last life. And... The dog, there's a new character introduced a dog. He comes in and he doesn't really ask questions. He just is there for him. Pussy Boots, Boots is laying on the ground, having his panic attack. Dog comes in, just puts his head on him, and they're just like vibing for a second, right? You know, he's Pussy Boots is processing his anxiety, attack, his panic attack, whatever it is. And then, you know, the dialogue about what just happened happens. And he's explaining to him what's happened. He's really opening up to this dog which is a new character we just met this new character so he really doesn't really have to be telling him what's going on with him why he's doing things the way he is but i think it's important for children to see that you can vocalize what's happening to you to somebody especially hopefully your parents you know especially at that young of an age and it'll be accepted too like it'll be accepted like you don't have to hide the things that you're going through. And I think it's, an, I think it's a por- an important theme that children need to see because A, as a parent, you can preach it all you want. Are is your child gonna listen to it? No, but if your child's watching this movie and they're like, oh, like what if there's what, if there's just one kid in the theater and he goes, oh mom, that happens to me sometimes. And then boom, now there's an, another dialogue. And now the parent can be a parent and be there for their child. And I think it's subtle things like that in this movie that kind of make it the perfect movie of the year. Um, I th- I think it was just a well rounded. It was a very good cast. It, ev- everybody played their role in such a great and unique way, and I just think the animation style was good. And you know, it was the most enjoyable movie I've seen. You know, outside of like what I rather prefer, like horror movies I rather prefer to watch but that was the most enjoyable movie experience for me because A, so many great themes so many great themes B, I went with my sister and my mom because my mom wanted to go see it surprisingly so I was like let's fucking go see it like let's I think all around it was such a great experience and it was a great movie and it really touched upon some themes that You know, they really played around with the nine lives of a cat, but really was just like honing in that that last life or what everybody else has their only life to really enjoy that and to really appreciate what you have and how you're living. And I think that ending where um, Puss in Boots finally realizes that that this is going to be his only life. He's going to live it until it ends and he's going to appreciate all everything along the way. And I think the, the main bad guy there, he's like, I can't, you know. I can't keep doing this to you uh, because you're not the guy that I was after. You're a whole different guy, and I think that teaches children also, like, hey, you know, you've got one life, appreciate it, do what you want, and just live it at that at that point. But it was really, um, it's, I think it was such a well-rounded movie that you could just take anybody to it, you, and they'll come out feeling like good so that's why i gave it that movie of the year because it's literally accessible to everybody from children to you to your parents to their parents everybody can sit at home watch this movie and it'll be and i feel like you'll take out a life lesson and maybe it it starts that dialogue between you know each different family members right maybe you, you and your kids are talking more about certain stuff in like your life right or you and your parents you know i feel like especially like the people around my age range like now you're at this weird state where you can be more friendly with your parents and less like you're my mom and dad versus you're you know like you're my mom but like let's talk about your life let's be friends and stuff like that so i think it's really it's really a movie that brings the family together and i can really like just really appreciate that and it's it was, it was a nice movie. Overall, I would get that shit a 10 out of 10. And I tell everybody to go watch it. I'm like, go watch it in the theaters. Support it in the theaters. It might come out on Peacock. It might not. But go out, watch it in the movie theater. Because it, it, it's one of those movies that deserves it, I think. So Megan came out this year. And that was a banger, okay? Megan was the best movie to come out in January of all time. So there's this trope with movies that January always comes out with the shittiest movies you can think of. So January is not a good month for movies, but I think Megan really just breaks that that stereotype, breaks that mold where it's like, Megan was good and Megan had no reason to be that good, okay? Um, it's basically Chucky, right? It's a doll, it's a doll like that they're making, they're using AI, which is real, which is a real thing that we're going through today, you know, a bunch of AI work going down. It was, it knew, what it was working with, I want to say, like, it it knew that it needed to be made fun of, right, that concept. And it makes fun of itself in certain points, like, like, it starts off with like an ad, right. And I'm like, no way the movie is starting off with an ad. And it's a corny ad about a toy, right. And it kind of repeats that process within itself, like, it'll point out things that shouldn't really be there but they know that if it is there it's funny and it treats the characters very very interesting where it's like throughout the movie i mean you would think some there's gonna be a final girl right you're gonna think this somebody's gonna survive the whole thing but at a lot of the points it's like is there gonna be like it toys with that fact like hey we might break away from that too we might just like not give you a final girl it's a very enjoyable movie i want to say it's funny you know it's a it's a horror movie supposedly but it's really funny especially at certain points um i went to see it that first that first night in the almo near me and a lot of the people were i feel like hesitant just to, to laugh at certain things but when i when i started laughing about it i feel like everybody else just didn't give a fuck anymore they were laughing about it too but it was a very enjoyable movie there was no parts in this movie where it, it just like dies down right i feel like it stays at a good like a good like range throughout the whole movie and then right when the third act is going to start that's when it kicks up a lot but i don't think there's any low points in this movie and i think that that's a challenge not having any low points in your movie not having a moment where you're bored because even when i would consider the lowest point of the movie is when we're we're establishing how useful megan can be right and there's a board of directors there and they're watching it i'm trying to keep it as spoiler free as possible right um that could be considered the lowest point of the movie but even then it was very impactful like everybody was on the edge of their seat waiting like literally there was these people next to me who are eating and then this 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 moment happened that i'm describing and they just stop eating and they're just like watching it like attentively they're like oh shit what's happening what's gonna happen because we already saw what happened the scene before and we're already getting these little hints that Megan's doing shit right behind the scenes but overall, if, you, if you're going to go watch this movie, you should. It's very enjoyable. I highly recommend it. I had a great time. I'm going to watch it again with my mom because my mom wants to see it too, which is weird. My mom has been wanting to watch movies lately, but she wants to go watch it. So I think we're going to watch it again. Yeah, you know, I fucking love that movie. Like, especially like when you watch the trailer, right? You can, you can, if you've seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to describe the trailer. Um, She's dancing, right? And you're like, what the fuck? What is this AI bot doing dancing? But it, it makes sense at the moment. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, it's just, I think it plays with um, that, that fear of technology taking over. And then the fear of like, it'll mock you on the way out, on your way out, not its way out, on your way out. Because um, I think people are just too scared to kind of let technology advance that way. And I feel like they played with that theme a little bit. Like, yeah, I mean, Megan's going out of control, but I'm gonna fucking make fun of you on the way out and you're gonna be so scared on your way out. Like, you're, like your spinal breath is gonna be like, what the fuck is that? Like what What just happened to me kind of shit. But you know, it's a really enjoyable movie. I would I would watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again. And I would give that, so far, I think without watching it again, just off memory and how I enjoyed it It was probably like a 9 out of 10 for me uh, I think that score is going to change I'll probably give it a 10 out of 10 after I watch it a second time But for now it's going to be a 9 out of 10 Okay, <clears throat> next we're going to talk about something else on Instagram So shout out to Sippin' After Dark, the podcast I listen to But um, it's one of the three podcasts I listen to I don't listen to too many podcasts, okay So shout out to the MKBHD podcast That has nothing to do with what I do So I listen to that Okay, Sippin' After Dark Has nothing really to do what I do So I listen to that and then, um, "Was That Good for You" by Raya Camona. Nothing to do what I do, but you know I can appreciate a good podcast. And you know I don't like to listen to too many similar podcasts to mine because I don't want to take away ideas, right? Um, I don't want to like leech off ideas. I just want everything that we put out. I kind of will like to credit that I think we thought of ourselves. Um, but I know no idea on the internet is original. But you know I try to keep my consumption down to not really steal too many things from too many people. <clears throat> So she put on her Instagram story. She said, things men are not allowed to do. Okay, she, she didn't make this list up. She got it from Twitter. Actually, somebody tagged her in a story and then she reposted it to her story, but I'm gonna read it. Men, these are the things you're not allowed to do. So this list was made by women on Twitter and it says, men, you are not allowed to run for the bus. Don't run for the bus. If you If you don't even let people know you're taking the bus, okay? Just walk casually and just happen. To just wait on the side there. Okay. Don't let, don't let nobody know you're on the bus. Okay. And don't run for that shit. That looks weak. You're not allowed to hug your boys. Why are you hugging your boys and you can hug a girl? Okay. Don't hug your boys. It's gross. They probably smell good. Why would you do that? Don't do it. Walk. You can't walk anywhere. So what I suggest is you get, um, like a scooter because I don't think a scooter is on this list. But if it's on this list, then we're fucked. I don't know what to do at that point. You can't say hey to your friends. Um, I would say a hello. A hello is always like like not casual, but not like too sophisticated. So I think if we stick with hello, uh, we'll be on the side, the good graces of women. Man, you can't exist, okay? You can't exist whatsoever. So what I think is just don't exist anymore. I think that's the, the proper solution. And I think we should all just take that. We should just not exist at any point. You can't hang out with a group of girls. You can only hang out either with your girl or by yourself. That's it. You, you're not allowed to hang out with a group of girls. Maybe a group of guys is okay, but for not too long. Um, but you you can only hang out with your girl, okay? Nothing in between, like, stop hanging out with a group of friends. So, like. Cut all your girlfriends off. That's it, they don't exist anymore. You can't eat yogurt, okay, man? You can't eat yogurt and you can't even eat dessert, okay? It looks weak, it's feminine, you should not do it, okay? You should have filled up with steak beforehand and that's it, okay? You can't enjoy dessert, no ice cream, nothing. No, stop that, you're not allowed to. You can't laugh too loud or for too long. You need to have a deep voice and you can't do more than three ha-has and it has to be like a deep chuckle, like ha, ha, ha. Kind of thing okay no laughing no laughing too much too loud three three deep chuckles that's all you got that's all you're allowed to do you can't use an umbrella okay as a man why are you protecting yourself from the rain okay if you have an umbrella it should be to protect your wife or your girlfriend you know in the moment it's not for you you are allowed to get wet they are not if you are protecting yourself it seemed as feminine okay you know when your phone dies and you're like, oh, I wish I had a portable charger, right? You're not allowed to carry your portable charger, okay? Your phone dies, it dies, be a man and just deal with the consequences. Men, you are not allowed to cook, okay? Don't cook. Buy food all the time, all right? Don't cook, don't do it. Men, you are not allowed to tie your shoelaces, okay? Because why do you care if you're gonna fall? As a man, if you fall, get back up, look tough, okay? Don't tie your shoelaces. Man, you are not allowed to be ignored by a waiter or a waitress, okay? It immediately dries up the pussy of wherever you're at, okay? If you're ignored, if you do one of these and they don't come to you, immediate immediate dry pussy. And I'm sorry, you lost that girl, and try again. Man, you are not allowed to drink strawberry lemonade, okay? Sorry, it may be good, I don't know. I'm a man, I have never tried it, but you're not allowed to drink strawberry lemonade. You're also not allowed to drive with two hands. Everybody knows a real man drives with one hand, or if you're like me, I don't drive with any hands at all and I just use cruise control. Men, you are not allowed to eat the bread that comes before your meal, okay? Don't eat the bread. That is exclusively for the woman companion you're with. That's not for you. Don't touch it, don't look at it, don't smell it, don't even think about bread, okay? That's not for you. If your meal comes with bread, don't even eat it, just to be safe. Man, you are not allowed to hold on to the poles that were meant for your health and safety on the train, okay? You need to be standing straight up, not holding on to anything. That is the manliest thing you can do. You're not allowed to hold on to it because then you look like a little punk ass, okay? Don't do it. Figure it out. If you need to lean on the door, lean on the door, okay? But don't hold on to that. You're going to look like a weakling. Man, you are not allowed to not finish your food if you ask for to-go box, you're a weak little punk ass, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't embarrass yourself in front of this woman. Don't do it. Eat it all, even if you're uncomfortably full afterwards. Men, we're not allowed to drink out of straws, okay? Don't drink out of a straw, okay? Take off the lid and just sip, okay? Don't even don't even ask for a straw, weak ass straw. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. And also, you're not allowed to take naps, all right? No naps. Why do you need more energy? What are you going to do, okay? Wait, stay up. Don't do it. All right, no naps. You know what's another thing women hate about you? Wearing gloves during winter, okay? You're not allowed to do these things. Their vaginas immediately dry up and they're no longer attracted to you, okay? If you're going outside and it's a blizzard, make sure your your, your feminine companion is is all bundled up, but you, you can't wear gloves, okay? You, you need to have the manliest hands ever. And if you get frostbite, so be it. What's another manly thing that you should do? Is not wear a seatbelt, okay? You're not allowed to wear a seatbelt, all right? It looks, you look like a little bitch. Don't do it. Another thing you're not allowed to do, men, is make TikToks and also don't eat fruit, all right? Don't make TikToks. Why are you making TikToks? And don't eat fruits, because why, why do you need fruits for? Another thing that women hate, men, you can't be left-handed, okay? Only right-handed, all right? If you're left-handed, use your right hand, all right? I don't know what to tell you. I don't make the rules. You're not, you're not allowed to be left-handed one of the last things here that men aren't allowed to do is be ticklish. You need to have a functioning nervous system, okay? You're not allowed to be ticklish, all right? I hope these few things that I went through, you go out and you apply to yourself, men, we need to be better than this, okay? We're not allowed to do these, so please, let's not make it any more embarrassing than it is. Let's fix ourselves. But that's all I have today for this idle talk. Um, Let's it was a fun episode. It's a different episode. It's by myself. Hopefully, the quality of the AirPods isn't too bad. Um, I appreciate it if you stuck through and listened through it all the way to the end. I appreciate the people listening to the clips um, who like the clips anyway. I'm like, hopefully, it doesn't sound too bad. But um, we're gonna wrap things up, and I want to have a special shout out. I got a list of countries that have been listening to that to the episodes ever since our first, the season started, and we're gonna shout out to. France, the UK, Japan, Australia, the Netherlands, Austria, and Canada. So shout out to those countries for listening to Idle Talk. Um, I feel like they've listened to the podcast before, but uh, you know it's good to have them back. You know, so thank you. Shout out to all those countries listening. Shout out to all the people listening, and um, we'll see you next week for another Idle Talk. Peace.